Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody, yeah, rock your body right. All right, by request. Our buddy Carter, the power of Bryant, joins us now, and he asked for this song, so hopefully he's jacked up and ready to go with this intro music. Carter, what's up, man? What up, what up, what up, what up, Chris Gordy? How you doing? It's a Friday, baby. <laughs> it's a Friday, and we're hoping uh, LSU can score a point this week. I'm jacked up as they head up to Arkansas to take on the Razorbacks in Fayetteville. Um, initial thoughts on last week's game, Carter, what you saw. As uh, Man, the stage was set. I've never seen Tiger Stadium louder and more raucous. The tailgate seemed spanned about five miles. Um, I mean, every former player in the house, the stage was set. And, man, oh, man, if the game could have been better. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty sad. First thing, that is my favorite song of all time. Uh, it, sometimes uh, before I go on stage for stand-up, I actually sing that song to get the crowd involved because it's the, the only song we know all the lyrics to. So that's that's why I wanted to do some Everybody Now. And you know what's crazy, Gordy, is that everybody was all together for one of the most eclectic Tiger Stadiums I've ever been a part of. And, Gordy, you and I have been going to games. We were lucky enough to experience the Les Miles era. Everyone was so fired up. We actually had hope that LSU was going to at least be competitive, yet they weren't. But, you know, people are talking about, was that the craziest pregame experience ever? Yes, no doubt about it. Unfortunately, that buzz died down just a few minutes into that first quarter. Yeah, it it just, I mean, look, I I said it all last week. I mean, I thought it was going to be close. I thought LSU had a chance. But I, I said all week also, if Tua, you know, Tua hadn't been tested all year, you know, he played a bunch of bad teams and looked great. I said, if he goes out there and looks great against the LSU defense, I will absolutely tip my cap to him and, and say he deserves the Heisman. And that was my thought at the end of the game. I mean, the kid deserves the Heisman. I've never seen a more accurate young quarterback. And to be as calm and collected as he was in that hostile environment, I mean, my ears were hurting from people yelling around me. I know it had to be getting to him. And for him to hang in there in the pocket and still deliver and and take what the defense was giving him, I thought it was incredible. One of the best quarterback performances I've seen in Tiger Stadium. Yeah, he's he's the best SEC quarterback I've ever seen, just period, Chris. And, you know, I don't don't say that lightly. I mean, you and I have seen some good ones. I saw Tebow. I saw Cam Newton. But, I mean, if you're talking about the total package, accuracy, the ability to look off safeties, you know, that was a big key going into this. Could Grant Delpit make plays? Well, just because of Tua's eyes alone, because he doesn't telegraph where he's going with the football, um, Grant Delpit was pretty quiet, and that's because Tua is an NFL-level safety manipulator. He does the things that that Drew Brees is able to do at the college level. Not not quite to that scale, but you know, for a quarterback that's just become a starter, it's just amazing how naturally good he is and fluid he is. And even on that long touchdown run, on a bum leg, he was still able to run, outrun the LSU defense. It's one of those weird things, Chris, where you're like, 
Alabama really is that awesome, can we really evaluate how good of a team LSU actually is? Because they played the Supernova team, Chris, that everyone thinks the best that has ever touched the field. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I'm with you, and and I'm with you, too. I mean, Cam Newton, I wish we would have seen more out of him. I mean, we just had the the one year, but, you know, he was pretty electric. And and I said it, that game where LSU played Auburn, and at one point Patrick Peterson is on Cam Newton's back and he's dragging him into the end zone. I said, all right. That's it. Give him, give him the Heisman. He's the best college football right. player. I mean, that was that moment on, on, on Saturday when he puts it right in there for Irv Smith in the end zone, drops it in a bread, bread basket. I'm like, all right. I mean, I don't know what more you can do against this guy. So it was, it was, it was just frustrating that the LSU offense struggled as much as they did. But you're up there in Arkansas, a rough go of it for the Razorbacks this year, two and seven. It's as bad as things have been in, in a while up there in Fayetteville. This should be a game where LSU's offense bounces back and puts up some points. Yeah, you know, Arkansas secondary's not that good. Their front seven's actually decent, but they really began to ward down. You know, playing nine games consecutively and not having that much depth really, really hurt Arkansas against Vanderbilt. And that was a big reason why they were able to run the football at will, a really average, mediocre Vanderbilt team. You know, the one thing, though, Gordy, and there's a lot of buzz in this state about this game because there are so many Louisiana hogs. That's what they call them. Lots of South Louisiana flavor, too. Scooter Harris, their most productive defensive player, is a New Orleans kid. Briston Guidry is a, a defensive lineman that gets a lot of snaps. He's from South Louisiana. Joe Fusha, uh, uh, another New Orleans kid, is, is going to be factored into this lineup a little bit more. So, you know, Arkansas is going to be up to play this game. They're treating this as their bye week bowl game because they're not going to a bowl. And the Golden Boot means so much to people up here in comparison to people in Baton Rouge and just around Louisiana, especially South Louisiana in general. You know, it's going to be weird to see how motivated of a LSU team we'll see in Fayetteville. The biggest difference, Gordy, as far as that motivation factor going into this game, I, I remember this uh, uh, not too long ago. Duke Riley, one of, one of the great LSU linebackers, he went around to everyone in the locker room and said, hey, we need to win this game in Fayetteville for Coach O to get the full-time coaching job. So LSU came out and played together. They played one of the best games that they've played in, in the entire past decade. They dominated Arkansas as only a seven-point favorite. You're not going to have that same level of togetherness for this game just because of how the Bama game went. And Coach O, you know, he's got the job. So we'll see how motivated of an LSU team we'll, we'll, we'll get on Saturday night. Yeah, and, and I mean, they got a lot to play for still. I mean, granted, you're not going to Atlanta, and that sucks, uh, you know, because you thought you, you had a good team and had a chance. But, look, we, we talked about it before. If LSU can even get to the Sugar Bowl, we've seen years where they've gone to the Sugar Bowl has launched them the next year into a potential playoff run. And, and we've seen it, you know, in 06. Uh, they get to the Sugar Bowl, beat the hell out of Notre Dame, and then the next year they're competing for a championship. So, right. um, you know, sometimes those things can be a launch pad for the following season. So, and look, let's be real. I'm sick of going to Capital One Bowls, uh, Carter. I'm sick of going to the Music City Bowl and playing Notre Dame and Iowa every single year. It's let's go play a big time opponent in a big time bowl game. Yeah, you know, the the Rose Bowl is is an outside shot, you know, especially if the, the football takes a, 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 the college football playoff takes a Pac-12 or a Big Ten team. I don't know about you, Chris, but you and I would be getting our plane tickets to Pasadena in a, in a heartbeat. 
uh, to see LSU play in that level of a bowl game. And you saw with their college football playoff ranking that, you know, there's a lot of people that respect LSU and what they've done. And that Georgia win looks really good right now, considering that Georgia's looked pretty good since that, uh, that debacle in Baton Rouge. So, you know, LSU, they still have a lot to play for. You know, if you win out, there's no doubt about it you're going to get to go to one of these big bowl games. Not quite the playoff this year. Maybe if there's a 16 or an 18 playoff, but they're out of the, the, the playoff picture for now. But, you know, if you win out, they're definitely going to a big-time bowl game, and hopefully that'll be enough for LSU to be motivated to play their first cold-weather game of the year on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. It's going to be pretty damn chilly up there. The good thing is you've got to, you know, we've seen Jordan Jefferson and Brandon Harris and those guys who are from Louisiana go up there and struggle in the cold weather. Right now you got a quarterback who lives for the cold weather. Joe Burrow said, I'm looking forward to 30s and 40s. And he was even asked this week, do you wear long sleeves? He said, no, I don't go sleeves. So Joe Burrow uh, might actually thrive in the cold weather this Saturday. Right, yeah, and big thing for Joe Burrow, he's playing a bad secondary. Something else to keep in mind as well, Joe Burrow's not throwing a touchdown pass in the past few games. That should change on Saturday. You have to love the way LSU's receivers match up with Arkansas secondary it's not a good secondary. They're very porous. They give up big plays. And here's the thing. We all know this. LSU has really talented receivers. I wouldn't be surprised if you see LSU go with more of a youth movement at receiver. I think you'll see a lot of Jamar Chase. I think you'll see a lot of Terrace Marshall. And I think they'll be able to get behind the Arkansas defensive backs. And arguably Arkansas's pass rush is one of the worst in, in, in the conference. They have a good run defense. They don't have much of a pass rush. If you get decent amount of pass protection and you're able to develop that run with Nick Brossett, you should be able to have success against this Arkansas's, uh, this Arkansas defense. And Arkansas offensively, I think they're going to move some guys around at quarterback. I think, uh, I, I think we'll see a lot of different quarterbacks for, for Arkansas in this game. It's going to be Ty Story and Connor Nolan in this one. So we'll see how LSU's defense which also, Gordy, has a very favorable matchup. I'm looking forward to a, a dominant LSU defensive effort as well. Uh, the talent disparity. disparity is that, am I saying that word right? What a, you get what I'm saying. The right. uh, talent di- discrepancy, I guess, between LSU and, and Alabama on Saturday. I mean, it stood out in the trenches. And Coach O said this last year. He said, you know, that's an area we've got to address. Um, can LSU ever get back to a level of recruiting top two, top three recruiting classes. Because, look, they've done well, you know, a number eight or nine class, a number 10 or 11 class. But when Alabama's cranking out number one classes, it stands out, Carter, when you only get one or two or three five-star athletes and Bama's bringing in five, six, seven of them. Um, the five-star athletes do matter. Some people like to say, oh, star ratings don't matter. No, they matter when you look at this LSU-Alabama game. Um, I mean, is LSU ever going to be able to recruit on a level like that or – do we just chalk it up to, hey, LSU's never going to beat Alabama again while, you know, in our lifetime? Yeah, it's a little bit of both there. Um, starting off with Alabama, what they're doing has just never been replicated. I, I cannot say that enough, and I know that's an easy excuse. And I'm not excusing LSU's effort against Alabama. I mean, you shouldn't be losing 29-0, to zero, and that's a mix of, of poor preparation and, and lack of talent as well. But, I mean, for instance, Alabama's best defensive lineman was Quinnen Williams this past week. He was actually the third highest-ranked defensive end prospect in Alabama's class. There was two other guys that are also productive, 
that uh, that were a part of that class. So well, what Alabama's done in recruiting, Gordy, is just it's unprecedented. And then how they develop those players and implement those players is on a different level in and of itself. And all of it's Nick Saban. That's all it comes down to. I think we're starting to see LSU turn the corner. Obviously, everyone knows about Cardell Thomas, their, their number one rated offensive lineman. Uh, LSU picked up a 2024 star tackle out of Houston. So they are recruiting the Lions. They are uh, addressing that. It's going to need to be a mixture of both if LSU is going to come out and start competing against Alabama. There's no excuse to have back-to-back goose egg home performances against Alabama when you see other schools putting up points and having some offensive success. So, you know, yeah, the the, recruiting is going to have to slightly get better. LSU has enough talent to compete with Alabama, but it's going to take – um, luck against Bama. It's going to take executing on plays that are there against Alabama, and it's going to definitely take uh, a few more offensive playmakers and defensive playmakers on the edge to beat Alabama as well. Yeah, and we might actually just need some sanctions. We just need we need a patsy. <laughs> we need somebody to come out and say Alabama offered me five hundred thousand dollars to come play there, and let's get the NCA on. That's what we need because uh, as long as Saban's around, I don't know. If- I don't know if it's ever going to happen again. I don't know if LSU will ever beat them again. Uh, he is Carter, the power, Bryant. Uh, Carter, any more thoughts on uh, college football as we head into, God, it's already week 10. I mean, the season's already almost over. Yeah, you know, first off, this game this weekend, I, I think LSU should be able to take care of business comfortably um, if they come out and play. I mean, Arkansas is coming off a of bye week. They're healthy for the first time. They had to play nine games in a row. And Chad Morris offensively, if there's some X's and O's guys out there, they're going to appreciate how well he designs plays. I think Dave Miranda's going to have a bounce-back game as well um, because I don't think Arkansas's protection will be able to keep up with all the blitzes that they're going to throw their way. So I think, I think LSU should win comfortably. And looking across the SEC, um, it should be an interesting weekend. One game I'm really looking forward to is at Florida-South Carolina. I know a lot of people are going to say, think I was going to say Georgia and Auburn. Florida and South Carolina. South Carolina's been hot. Florida's got to bounce back after a tough loss last week against Missouri. I'm going to surprise some people here. I think the Gators roll big, and I mean big, over South Carolina this weekend. Yeah, they, they were uh, they were non-existent last week against Mizzou. That, I think a lot of people were surprised by that one. Uh, Carter, always great stuff, man. Really appreciate you jumping on with us, man. Anytime. All right, Carter, the power Bryant there. Join us on the Chris Gordy Show. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. One more segment to go. We'll make our picks for this weekend, and we'll hear uh, one more time. We'll hear Marcus... Peter's telling off Sean Payton. Stay there. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.